So, by the time you're listening to this, England could potentially be out of the European Championships. Do you think that will have happened, Dan? We're, nope. we're, we're recording this on the same day we recorded last week. So, my prediction, we'll see if this comes true, is that England and Czech Republic will be a draw. And then we'll play Sweden. We'll have played Sweden last night, which would have won. So I reckon that we'll have been to the quarterfinals of the Euros by the time you hear this. What do you reckon? Just to clarify everyone, he opened up with saying we'd be out. And he's <laughs> I said already we could be. I said we, we could Absolutely. be out. Absolutely. This is what we're dealing with, this negativity. <laughs> I think we'll win our group. And then I think we'll also win the next game, the next game, next game, next game. So... It's coming home. If we've won the group, then we'll be playing tonight. So that, so actually, in our real life lives, we'll be having squeaky bum time at around this time uh, when this. Yeah, uh, I mean, in real out. life, in the nicest possible way, if this was real life, I wouldn't be sitting here recording mid south as much no. as I love it right now. No, I'd no, probably no. be very, very drunk. So, well, we, there well, you go. but then again, the show does come out at seven a.m. So I guess we, you know, what we do is get up at half five, do it, yeah. and release it straight away. So there we there go. There you go. Right, June the 29th, 1985. Let's get in our time machines. And we head to the WWE Network for this one. As at last, it was not available that I could find on YouTube. Uh, Joel Watts and Jim Ross are back at the desk. So poor Boyd Pierce is uh, miserable. He's absolutely miserable to see as a ring announcer again. Ross stumbles a bit talking about what a tremendous event it's going to be. There's lots going on today. Two title matches with Dirty Dutch Mantel going for the Mid-South television title and also in tag team competition. The Rock and Roll Express are challenging Dr. Death and Ted DiBiase. First up, Tommy Pritchard and Pat Rose going against the Fantastics, whose entrance just isn't quite the same without sharp-dressed man playing. Pritchard and Rose did a fantastic pre-match high-five here. Now, Dan, have you ever had a secret handshake or high-five with a friend? Whoa, interesting. When I played football when I was really young, um, for some reason, if me and, 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 and if me and a friend, actually a friend who um, isn't known by name, but you would have seen his face because this particular friend, when Eric Cantona done his Kung Fu kick into the yes, crowd, yeah. my friend was standing in a row behind in a Man wow. United shirt. Okay. And he's in every single photo ever. <laughs> you can't, there's no way he could be cropped out. Wow. Um, and we used to just score and just for some reason, just get our shoulders out. Okay. Just get one shoulder out. Nice. Just get one shoulder out and just go something like, what do you think of that? Or something weird. I don't know. I think it was trying to be sexy or something. Um, I other look than that, him, I'm, I'm looking just... at him right now. He's got a red May United shirt on, isn't he? Standing next to a that's guy right. in a jacket. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's his dad, yeah. 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 Um, and so his name's Luke. Luke, I doubt you listen to this <laughs> podcast, but, you know, Amazing. heads up. Um, and um, the only other handshake I got is um, just started one with my daughter. Really nice, enough. yeah. Just, 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 a, just the old fist pump. Followed by a sort of fist pump and then sort of put your hand in the air like a... Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, You? You definitely have had secret Uh, handshakes. I I suspect you've still got some now. I do too sweet with Charlotte sometimes. Um, Amazing. I used to do the... By that, by that. Sorry, just clarify. Does she do it back? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, Because when we went to WrestleMania in 2017, too sweet was like... That was kind of like Young Bucks, Bullet Club kind of at their, not quite their peak, but certainly on the rise. Like everywhere you look was Bullet Club t-shirts and stuff and people were doing it and all that sort of stuff. Um, 
uh, I did you see the old one, you know, the old f- funny fingers one with Lewis until I saw like, so I think Jerry and Chana did that in like one of the last episodes of Friends. I was like, oh, I've been really? doing that for ages and they just robbed it from me. Not, they didn't know me, but I felt like a bit robbed by that. And obviously Mega Powers Handshake is one I used to do back in the day as well. So uh, yeah, that's the key. It's just, just seen Cantona Kung Fu Kick that guy on YouTube. So there we go. Quirky, he's right there, isn't he? Your friend is terrible. <laughs> It's so bad. Cantona. Schmeichel taking him off with people throwing like drinks at him. And Schmeichel's yeah. not happy. And the guy he kicked was a Fulham fan. Was he actually? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, back in the there? day, Crystal Pat. Well, back in the day, Crystal Pat. I mean, you I mean, you I used to go to Palace a lot. Yeah. 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 Of course. Cool. Free tickets left, right, and centre. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm tra- transfixed by Eric Cantona walking off. So um, the picture really is so much better on the network, but the episodes do lose a little bit without the original music. And um, this really had a frenetic pace throughout and was enjoyable. It came to an end in two minutes and 55 seconds when Rogers drop kicked Rose off the middle rope while Fulton was holding him and he turned it into a belly to back suplex. And that was enough for the victory. What do you think of this opener? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh yeah. With this one, what I did notice actually was um, that there was this week, there was blokes or like boys, should we say, in like the back row, like giving them the thumbs down when the Fantastics yeah. come out. Oh, was um, it? Yeah. And what I did notice, I don't know if you did, but then there was what, so you should, they, it panned, so it said these boys in the back row, thumbs down, and it panned to this woman who, I was just thinking, what a contrast, who was standing up, getting her camera out and adjusting her very low cut top um, <laughs> to be even lower. Oh, um, wow. Which I absolutely cracked up at. And then I was gutted for her because I watched her walk in and they didn't quite make it round to her. Oh, dear. So I was devastated for her. Um, also, I think I mentioned before that the music that they come into, which I like, but makes a music, again, we've discussed before how much of a difference it makes to an entrance and stuff. And this was on the network, so it didn't use that song. Yes, yeah. And it made a difference to me because I was watching it go, I felt it was flat, but it wasn't it's, flat. Yeah. Their entrance wasn't flat. If you'd have put the real music on there, it would have looked correct, but it looked like it yeah. wasn't that good i don't know what they do with the crowd noise because i think the crowd noise is 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 not right either but I, could, I, I, I don't know i don't i just don't know how they do it i don't know how they separate the audio on these um these tapes because because yeah. it wouldn't be like it is now where they could they could really like i mean even even some of the stuff of hulk hogan in the mid-2000s which they, they own the stuff themselves when he was coming out to voodoo trial it doesn't sound right because you can't hear the crowd and you can't hear the music so yeah it's very strange it- Interestingly, I I, I read about um, I read that uh, the, the Fantastics were out, were out one night, mm. and someone come up to him to say ZZ Topper are are here, oh, and right, they want to yeah. talk to you. Really, they want to yeah. talk to you. And they said that they were thinking, okay, we're gonna get they're gonna sort of give us a cease and desist. I think it's called in the states. Mm. Um, and when they went and met them, they they. They said to the. They said they absolutely loved them. They loved yeah. it. Please continue using it. You now have our official permission mm. and all that. But they said they were really nervous that they were going to call them in. Big wrestling fans, very, top. Yeah. But also, how interesting! Like now, imagine trying to use. I mean, I mean, look, look at Twitter now. Yeah. If you if you post a clip, I got from, done for it, didn't I? Yeah, I posted yeah. a clip with Magnum TA with some music in the background of him chopping wood down with Mister Wrestling Two. I got an email from the the record company. And it was like, yeah, it's madness. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nuts, isn't it, to think that they've just gone and took like a ZZ mm. top track and just gone, should we use this? 
There must be bots Blackout. monitoring that, do you think? That can't be that can't be someone no. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But any yeah. back then, they've 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 just picked like a top track, like a top band yeah. song. Just gone, just use that. Should we just ask them? Nah. <laughs> uh, Let's do it. I, I saw Pritchard and Rose's patronizing high five yeah. as well at the start, which I really enjoyed. Um uh and Look, they, their double team win, keep the momentum going. I had a look at, when I was looking at the story about the ZZ Top story, given the hype of the Fantastics, which is just, you know, we've discussed, this is just phenomenal. They never went, they never made the jump, did they? They never, they no. never, they never took Vince's money. And, no. and, and, and is there a reason behind that? Pass, don't know. Maybe because, well, I mean, I'd, I'd, I would hazard a guess that probably Vince didn't know they were or didn't want them, I think, probably. I mean, that's mad, isn't it? Well, it is really. But if you think um, their their tag team division was was pretty, you know, pretty loaded throughout kind of the eighties and thereafter with various teams, so there probably wasn't just wasn't a you know a time when it would have quite worked, I suppose. Yeah, but I know I oh, you say that, but you know these guys are these guys are massively over with literally, you know, without any of Vince's magic of you know how he promoted people and stuff like that they're they're over because yeah. they're over because yeah. they are genuinely two good looking guys um i actually also saw that as it uh, tommy rogers he he died when he was in his early 50s and he was found in a hotel room and it's never never been released how. yeah yeah and i really searched earlier because i was actually like quite in- intrigued like you normally at least find out eventually and that's never been no one ever knows why. Hmm. I wonder if the fam- is, family just decided not to. Not yeah, to, which, do you know yeah. what, actually? I've got respect. Like, good on you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, next up, Joel was getting his wish from last week when Kamala and Zambui teamed up together. Akbar called them the most devastating tag team in the history of pro wrestling. And Akbar said he intended to dominate Mid South like he intended he would. Some of the stuff here about Watts and Duggan and Murdoch, I just thought was a little bit re- repetitive from Akbar. Um, Kamala and Zamburu up against Jason Walker and Frankie Lane, who I felt sorry for here. Uh, Zamburu won with his big headbutt in 208. Um, not much this tour. What do you think of the debut as a team of Zamburu and Kamala? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've just put here Akbar promo, Bill Watts, etc., etc., etc. Like, it's just the same old, same old um thing uh jason walker it's just like if they just pulled him out of the crowd i, I made a prediction to myself that this would last a minute uh it lasted just over two um yeah I, nothing really i mean uh, one little observation which i've noticed a couple of times recently that bar was on the microphone right now given that bill was enforced this new dress code to you know keep the brand you know <laughs> the microphone has just got msw no completely not on brand it is a slightly it's different a, font and stuff things isn't it yeah different font yeah. slightly different colors so i'm a bit like all right bill look you you, you literally decimated boyd over there <laughs> and then now on the microphone you've just gone oh i'll just put msw on it whatever yeah, that'll do that'll do i found it really strange but uh yeah i mean Squash match, yeah. Jason Walker, I don't know if we'll be seeing much more of him. No, no, definitely not. Uh, I'm looking at the wrong page. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Oh, I know what we've got. Dick Murdoch versus Randy Beeson. 
Um, Murdoch got slightly more of a reaction this week, but not by much. And Murdoch was wearing a T-shirt that said the stampede was alive in 85, which was, as we talked about last week, was a slogan they were pushing at the time. Um, crowd got into this as it went along with a go dick go charm. And he won with an elbow drop in one forty-five <laughs> to a decent pop. Um, so I think you touched on this last week. What have you got on yeah. stampede was alive in 85? So I searched it because I thought they keep pushing this. Um, and... There's not much on it. So I, so I put in Stampede Alive in 85 thinking, actually, I'll see lots. There isn't much. Mm. Um, it seems that there was a there was something um, else called. Let me just get this back up. Um, there was a, a, a catchphrase, should we say, or a, or, a, or a quote, should we call it, which was. Um, wasn't stampede alive in 85 it was a stay alive in 85 um which was which was produced around live aid time right okay yeah so it was sort of linked sort of to the live aid stuff so i wonder if this was a you know a slight variation um yeah. all i could really find was a couple of things number one that it links to stampede wrestling which sort of surprised me a little bit that, you know, be, be discussing a different wrestling brand. Mm. So I wonder if that's right. The only other thing was there's a website called worthpoint.com. And um, I went on to that and it's, and from what I can tell, it's like a sports memorabilia sort mm. of website, auction website. And it's got a logo, it's sort of like a shoehorn, the Stampede's Alive in 85. And it just says Cowboy Bill Watts Stampede 85 Extra Large Wrestling Shirts. And it says, we present Cowboy Bill Watts the Stampede's Alive and 85 Classic Wrestling T-shirt. Wear a piece of wrestling history, quality merchandise and reasonable prices. These remaining shirts are from the mid-sports offices in Bixley, Oklahoma. They are going from direct from Bill's family to you. Well, I guess that his finisher was the Oklahoma Stampede body slam, wasn't it? So is he talking about himself for this? So he's the this stampede. Is a different web, this is a different website. So I don't know whether he's yeah. given, he's got a job lot of shirts mm. and he's given the rest over. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, I don't know. It's like a strange one. So I'll just put on here, maybe, maybe uh, mid moments can sort of maybe jump on the fact that this merchandise is, is difficult to get hold of and maybe, maybe make their own. You know what I mean? That's but the new stampede is live in 85 t shirt. I really, yeah. I, I mean, I, I quite like the catchphrase and given, you know, we do. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll be dead honest with you as well. This is the main thing I want to say. I went on to um, eBay and uh, stampede wrestling. See, so they're claiming it's a stampede wrestling t shirt. Right. Yeah. There's a brown wrestling said the stampede's live in 85. Um, and it's currently going for one hundred and twenty dollars. One hundred for an original for the original T-shirt back in from back in the day. Ships from Tulsa, Oklahoma. How interesting! Yeah, I wonder if uh, uh, what's the seller's name? <laughs> it all sounds a bit all sounds a bit much now, doesn't it? Um, it does really. Yeah, I can't find uh, I can't find who the seller is. Um, but um, oh. Seller is, I oh know, it's a, he's a t shirt. Mr. B. Watts from Tulsa, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, so um, just thought it was quite interesting. Um, so I actually, I quite like a good little catchphrase, but I mean, it means, it, I mean, I have no idea what he's banging on about. Do you know what? Denmark, I thought they might have scored. some, 
Sorry, Denmark just got a phenomenally terrible goal here with a back pass from uh, Russia to go to. Why are you watching? So. Why are you watching last week's matches again? Oh yeah, sorry, I just were doing the highlights. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I, yeah, I found that I found that I found that interesting. I wonder if they keep it going. Look, Dick's back. Go, Dick, go. Um, he's one with a shoulder barge and an elbow drop. Yep. I've just put here that maybe I, I'm not invested in Dick Murdoch enough that I am getting excited about this. Yes. And yes. maybe this is one for Phil and Terry that can ex- maybe maybe sort of explain if I should be really excited about this or not. Because, yeah. But like you say, at the end of the day, I'm watching it as, as someone that's just watching wrestling. And and, 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 and if, if Dick Murdoch was as good as he said, I should probably be looking forward to him anyway because if he was that good, he'd get you excited no matter what. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. Like, for example, I never really watched anything. I, I didn't watch WWE when Brock Lesnar was in it. And I've said to you guys before, I never really, uns- I've never got it. I don't get it. I heard today that they're thinking about bringing him back. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's have a little watch of this then. I think that's quite exciting. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm massively intrigued. intrigued. So maybe I might have been intrigued in 85 with Dick Murdoch coming back. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Next up, Terry Daniels, Mid-South Moments favourite. Sons crop top going up against Buddy Roberts of the Freebirds. Hayes was out first. He did a great jump over the ropes where he looked cool, kind of half-arsing it. He did a little dance in the corner and got a great reaction. Um, this was a little bit grating in that it was clear the crowd were behind the Freebirds, but Joel and Ross were talking as if they were heels. Roberts won in 250 with a Bulldog, and post-match, the Freebirds carried on attacking Daniels, and I guess this was trying to get the crowd to turn on them. Hayes hit Daniels with a big boot from the middle rope, which got a G-whiz from Joel. He speculates that it was an ego problem with the Freebirds. Um, this attack went a long, on a long time before Murdoch eventually got out there to make the save. Um, I can't say I'm super familiar with the Freebirds' various runs, but as a general rule, if the crowd wants to cheer someone, you should go with it. And if the crowd wants to boo someone, you should go with it. And they did the opposite here, which I'm never fond of. And a random example of this, I remember when Seth Rollins came back from injury when he had to vacate the... Um, the what was it had been the the unified world heavyweight championship then in wwe um just to try and keep the story as it was he came back to this monstrous pop as a baby face against reigns who everyone was booing and what did they do they immediately turned seth Rollins heel again only to later turn him face but his momentum was gone and i just thought here like this is not this is not if you've got something with a baby face you go with it and if you've got some if someone you're, you're pushing as a, as a baby face starts getting booed you go with that as well what did you think of the match and the post-match angle here yeah i mean i just sort of put here that this episode's turned like to a bit of a chippendale show for the ladies um, <laughs> they were loving that um I, I i i just had this as a bit of a non-event really mm. um really think much of it i didn't really understand it reminded me of you know when you get um tag teams when they're actual tag teams you know, as in, that's what they do when they go and fight on their own. I don't know. I'm always a bit like, what are you, what are you fighting on your own for? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I was a bit like, you, you've got, you've, you've got the free birds there. They're a big draw. Put them together, then. Why am I, why am I seeing Hayes bowling around? Like, get him in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I also just made that. He was when he worked for WWE. I don't know if he still does, but he was he really does, yeah. small. He always, he always seemed really small when I used to see him on like them programs. He's massive. 
He's not small. Yeah, he's not. I know what you mean. It's, I guess it's probably like the. I always you see a full body shot really of him standing tiny, next to him. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weird uh, thing about yeah, him is that he in that in some of that stuff in the mid nineties, he was he was pretty young, but didn't look it. Again, I think hard life on the road aged these guys a lot. Um, <laughs> so next up, the big television title match with a 15-minute time limit. Dirty Dutch Mantel challenges the snowman. Mantel got in snowman's face early on, and I was interested to see what he could get out of the TV champion here. Um, Eddie Gilbert was shown sitting at ringside, as Joel said that the snowman must be one of the top contenders for the North American Championship. Yuck. Um, Ross said that the snowman didn't have much finesse, but he's as tough as they come. Mantel's back hair was looking particularly luscious as he escaped from the ring after some particularly bad looking at punches from the snowman, one of which appeared to bust Mantel open under the eye. Um, Mantel went for the whip in 329. The referee called for the bell. Just rubbish. Snowman knocked Gilbert off his chair and took it in the ring. He blocked a couple of whip shots with the chair, but then made a silly error. He threw the chair at Mantel, who caught it in falling over. Gilbert then got on the apron to try and get involved, and he ate a punch from the snowman. He then got drilled in the head twice, the first unprotected from Mantel, but totally no-sold it, and then went after him on the outside, um, albeit it was blocked by a referee, weighed probably £150 less than him. Um, I was disappointed too on two counts here. Firstly, I thought the snowman was losing the title, which I would have rejoiced at. Um, but then the whole thing was just very uninteresting and just like lazy finish, lazy everything. What did you think of this match in the aftermath here? Yeah, I mean, we waited ages for this. Dutch Mantel's been sort of mm. walking around the, walking around the ring, sort of eyeing this up for ages and ages. Um, and I thought, right, here we go. We waited for this. And I don't know if you know that Snowman knows Muhammad Ali. And I don't know. Oh, did you know I'm that not he sure they mentioned it. Float yeah. like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Because yeah. that's one of Muhammad Ali's sayings that JR reminded us on more than one occasion in one match. That exact phrase. Um <laughs> As I said to you before, um, I am a fan of Belgium have scored, by the way. Going back to watching last they actually? Sports. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'm a big fan of Mohamed Ali, as I said previously, but um, I, I, we all know his catchphrase. Don't worry about it. Um, speaking of Mohamed Ali, this was not a wrestling match. This was, this was a boxing match. Mm. They There was no moves. They just punched each other. That's all they did because that's all Snowman can do. I've seen Dutch Mantel. He can wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he goes to get Shoe Baby out, which, as we know, the snowman from previous weeks has told J.I. in private that he's, you know, he's massively scared of. So he's scared of a whip, but he, then he gets hit twice in the head with a chair. Yeah. He's fine with that. Just you can see that out. But <laughs> little, whip, little whip on the lower back nightmares he's having um i don't know whether he's had a bad experience at some clubs or something i don't know um jr lost his head he was shouting he cut to break he was shouting i actually made a little note that you hear i've heard jr many times shout you know but they never you never when he's shouting you're normally watching the match it cut to him shouting i don't know i found it really strange (laughs) no i mean i don't know you don't see his face when he's getting excited um yeah, it was massively disappointing. Um, going back to previous weeks, shoe baby, shoe is the noise that whip makes. Oh, is that a fact? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, very good, very good. That took a lot of internet searches. Wow, I'm and very just impressed. To clarify, I I did that on my new work laptop, and I'm <laughs> starting to now regret the the search history of. 
whip, uh, whip, whip noise, shoe baby, yeah. baby noise, whip baby noise, whip shoeing, shoe the whip. Yeah, uh, <laughs> interesting. So maybe next time I'm on, I might be needing another job. Oh, penalty yeah. to Russia. That is bad news. Bad news. Uh, and, and just to clarify, Belgium's goal has been disallowed. So. Has it actually? Okay. I don't think the Belgium-Finland, which we're watching the highlights from a week on, obviously, um, yeah, makes any difference. Matters. I think Finland are finishing second regardless, aren't they? They'll probably all be out by the time this podcast is out, but there we go. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got the champion, the former Nightmare versus Brad Armstrong with Eddie Gilbert out again. Armstrong went for the mask, but that led to him being distracted by Gilbert and the champion took over. Joel said that no one had gone for the mask thus far. Armstrong hit a phenomenal drop kick in this, incredible hang time and height. Um, ref was bumped and Brad went, that can't be a penalty. And Brad went for the went for Gilbert on the outside. He ended up getting his head thrown into the ring post by the nightmare and was busted open by this. Gilbert threw Armstrong back in and he was pile driven and pinned in 344. Brad is one of my favourites and I never enjoy seeing him on the losing end. And I also think they're going a little bit too often um, to the heels winning by interference. Um recently, albeit I didn't expect to win here uh, against the North American champion for Armstrong. What do you think of this Armstrong versus uh, champion match here? Yeah, I mean, again, he mentions about, oh, he's not had his mask removed. Stop doing that. Yeah. Like, Don't go for mask, <laughs> try and win the match. Um, removing the mask is normally quite a bit of a hill move, but I think, I, I haven't thought about it, I think it's a hill move if it's sort of like a lucha. Yeah. Libro thing, where it's disrespectful. I think when you're just removing it off a big fat white bloke, it was a baby face it. move here in the 80s in terms of you to remove the mask to remove the mask. It was the, it was the heels that were masked. But yeah. I think the lucha stuff is, is a lot of baby face luchas wear them. So I think that's the, yeah. that's the distinction. Yeah. Um, look, Brad, when you watch these two on their own merits, Brad Armstrong is miles better than this fella. Yeah. Um, so they had to, they had to be, I agree with you. There's two, there's outside interference all the time now, but there had to be mm. for him to lose this legitimately lose this. Because he wouldn't, in my opinion. Um, I mean, the ref was holding his head before he even got landed on, which is a bit frustrating. But um, yeah, you know, it's one of them things. It was an on-title match, so I wasn't sure. I actually wasn't sure which way it would go. Yeah, um, yeah. The only reason yeah. I thought Brad Armstrong wouldn't win, win is because I viewed it that, given that uh, Gilbert was watching Snowman's last match for no particular reason, um, which kind of start, I missed the point on that. I actually quite laughed when um, Snowman took the chair from underneath him. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what it's like. That was good on the outside, actually, to be fair, yeah. The, the, the classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the fact that he watched that match, maybe you think, right, well, there's your next, maybe that's your next feud, in which case Brad Armstrong isn't going to win this because no. that tees up, that, 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 would, that would then tee up him going for it, which is, isn't going to be their thing, so, yeah. So next up, the tag team title match, DiBiase and Williams versus the Rock and Roll Express. The Rock and Roll Express's uh, entrance, again, a bit like the Fantastic earlier on, didn't really translate very well without the music. Um, but you can see the people reacting for them. Joel called this the ultimate main event for tag team wrestling and did a really good job putting over just how big of a match this was and how good both the teams were. Um, good action until there was the usual ref bump Loaded glove shot from DiBiase. Um, he tried it on Morton, but couldn't. But that left him open for the loaded arm brace shot from Williams. And that was the win in seven minutes 30. Um, and I know the idea for the, of a promotion uh, this time is to get people to pay at the arena. But these finishes on TV are just beyond stale now. It's just 
come on, you're doing the same thing pretty much in every single match where Hill wins. Um, what did you think of this tag team title match? I think if this was looked at on its own, if you just watch this match on its own, it's got the lot. Yeah. Like it had good quality tag team wrestling. It had the outside interference. It had the rest bump. Well, not outside interference, but it had like, you know, the loaded glove or um, the twisted arm uh, brace and all of this. If you looked in on its own, I thought this was brilliant. But exactly as you said, because it is another match where the loaded gloves involved and where there's still a, it's tiresome. Let yeah. a win, let DBSE and Dr. Death rock up and just beat, not just, I'm not talking your private Terry Daniels, let them rock up and beat someone decent. Yeah. Normally clean because it's, it's it, like you say, but I say on its own merit, if anyone was like, Oh, I haven't got time to watch this week's episode. If you just watch that, I think you're in for a good eight minutes. Yeah. Um, I agree. So, and, and I agree, it is an ultimate main event. Um, Joel made a very good comment that oxygen is an athlete's gasoline, which is very interesting because I was on the assumption that it's everyone's. <laughs> but apparently it's just athletes that require oxygen. Um, but there we go, Joel. Um, yeah, I mean, also, Tony Torres. Big match, big title match. Who's this little fella popping up? Oh, is this the ref? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't spot this. Yeah, He's I don't know. plum gig there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I think I've heard the name a couple of times. Um, I also really liked, I don't know if you noticed, but for the end, they changed the camera angle. Oh, Joe, I, listen, I watched this like two weeks so, ago, so I can't, I couldn't, I can't Obviously, normally you're watching, you know, you watch your normal angle, but they, the camera changed to sort of like the, what would be if you're watching it, mm. the right hand side, it was like the same, like, and and because it changed the angle, you got a better view of the glove and the arm thing. Okay. I don't know. Okay. It all added, this all added it to me. That, yeah, again, yeah, on its yeah. Own merit, I really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah, it's just a shame that it's this is. We just want a bit more. I understand it's yeah. television. It's a different different time and place. But we, I guess, we just want a little bit more from some of these some of these matches, which I, I guess. You know, isn't got to remember it's not the re- you know it's we're not watching dynamite. It's very different in terms of you know what they're doing there in terms of television wrestling and what they were doing then. Um, at the desk, Michael Hayes was there and he said that DiBiase learned tricks like that from the Freebirds, putting him in hospital a few times. He said everyone knew that Mid South was where it happens. He said next time they were there, Terry Bam Bam Gordy would be with them. No one would run over the Freebirds because Bad Street lives on and there's nothing anyone can do about it. I thought this was really good stuff from Hayes. What do you think of this short promo at the end of the show? Yeah, it's just getting me more excited for this tag division. Yeah, big time, big time. And he, and he was just sort of saying, he was just challenging everyone. Yeah. It weren't specific. He was just saying, we're, 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 we're turning up here. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming in. They yeah. recap some of the action from earlier on. Ross said that next week Taylor returns to challenge the nightmare. Plus, there'll be a Joel video on the Fantastics and much more. And that's it. Again, a solid wrestling show. Uh, but this time, a few more angles. Um, but as I mentioned, some of these finishes are just a little bit too samey for my liking. But I do get it. What are your final thoughts on this June 29th, 1985 episode of Mid-South Wrestling? Yeah, I enjoyed it. But as I said, if you yeah, if you got a bit of time, certainly watch the, certainly watch the main event. It... it you know, in it, on its own, it's it's very good, very entertaining. Yeah, indeed. Right, Dan, where can people find you on Twitter? At uh, DanPFFC. Excellent. Well, Dan, thank you very much for the last three weeks. And who knows, who knows 
where England will be when we're next on the show. I think it's probably fair to say that uh, this month in wrestling history is going to be late this month. So we're going to do June and July. Yeah. But bear with us. It's European Championships. We've had to wait another year for this. So, you know, we've just got to yeah. bear. We can't be missing knockout games. It's just not Correct. happening. So thank you very much, Dan. And thank you all for listening as usual. Really appreciate the support of the show. The numbers over the last few weeks have been really, really great, especially Eric Watt's show. And at least half of you stuck around to listen to us pair of idiots <laughs> talking the following week. So thank you very much. And we shall chat to you all again very, very soon. Yeah, this is Eric Watts, and for all you phenomenal wrestling fans and fans of this podcast, please do me a favor. If you're looking at uh, more information about Mid-South Sports, Power Pro Wrestling, Universal Wrestling, go to universalwrestling.com and check out that website. It's a must-see.